0: Welcome to the UK Dividend Investor Podcast, where we unlock the power of dividends in the UK markets. Get ready to dive into the world of passive income, financial freedom, and long-term wealth creation. Join us as we explore the strategies, insights, and success stories of seasoned investors and industry experts. It's time to supercharge your portfolio with dividends that pay off.
1: Hello all and welcome to another episode, episode 15 this week where we'll be looking at stock allocation. Now, slightly differently to the previous weeks, there will be no news segment this week and that is purely because the news hasn't happened yet it's because I am pre-recording this episode before the week has actually started. Uh, It is actually now Saturday. I would ordinarily try to look at getting some news-related subjects round about the Wednesday, Thursday for the episode on Friday. Um, So obviously I can't do that today because I'm a few days ahead and that's purely because of work commitments and other life commitments during the week. Um, So no news, but I will um, just share with you one thing and that is on Wednesday the 16th, the Office for National Statistics is going to be announcing the most in recent, sorry, the most recent inflation rates. Now, last month we saw inflation dip ever so slightly, um, and will we see that happen again? Now, I just want to take into consideration that last week that um, we had a small increase in GDP. So, over the past quarter, it's gone up by zero point two percent. Not much, I know, but it is a step in the right direction, and how do we think this is going to influence inflation? Because GDP is generally good for the economy, but too much GDP increase can actually incite inflation. I believe the figure to be around about 2.5%. So our 0.2% for the quarter isn't anywhere near that 2.5 figure. So how is this small increase in GDP going to affect our inflation rate? Now, I am an optimist, despite one of my sayings being be a pessimist to avoid disappointment but in this scenario I like to look at stats and figures so I think although GDP has gone up by a very small amount over the past quarter we did see GDP go down last month and I think that trend is going to continue I've just realized I said GDP has gone down I should have said inflation has gone down anyway I hope that trend is going to continue because it will be nice to see a little bit more green than the markets if it responds positively, and also just to have the price of some things come down. I saw a news report from yesterday that car insurance prices, or the average of car insurance prices, is the highest it has been since records began in 2012. I believe the average price now is around about £511 for a year, um, and that is inflation, and of course I'm sure the Uh, insurance premium tax has gone up as well which of course the insurance companies love to pass on to us Um, but i say everything's just getting a little bit more expensive so if we can see um, things getting a little bit cheaper along the line that would all do us a little bit better and make our wallets feel a little bit better but anyway moving on to the main subject of today's episode and that is stock allocation or more specifically how i allocate my stocks in my portfolio Within my portfolio, I split things into four different categories. Now, this is category one, two, three, and ETFs. The largest category within my portfolio is category one, and these are companies that are paying me a reliable and consistent dividend. I quite often refer to them as my cash cows. Um, if anyone Knows of the Boston Consulting Group matrix or the BCG matrix, um, a cash cow is identified within that matrix as being a product which consistently brings in the cash for a company. So, take an example that would be Kit Kat for Nestle. Nestle have had Kit Kat for many years. They continue to sell the product to consumers. It continues to bring cash in for them. So, that's try how I try to view their companies within my first category. And I try to give them around about a 50% holding within my portfolio, so it is a very substantial chunk because I want to make sure that these companies are paying me those consistent and reliable dividends and that they are coming in. So, an example of companies, or I'll run through some companies with that are held within my first category, So we have the likes of British American Tobacco. Now I know they've had a bit of volatile year with their share price, but there have been quite a lot of big changes within the company uh, structure. So I'll give them time to settle and see how things progress with that one. But as far as I'm concerned, whilst that product line and whilst that sector continues to exist, I will continue to hold them in my portfolio. Another example is GSK. We've got BP in there. We have Unilever. Imperial Brands, again, likewise with the British American Tobacco, their share price has been a little bit rocky this year. And uh, another two examples of companies in this category, we have National Grid, who, of course, have a very good economic moat. And also we have Diageo. Now, I know they've had, again, a rocky year. Uh, Seems to be a trend within this category. But Diageo have had some litigation this year. So that, of course, is going to reflect on their share price. So this is just an example of some companies that are held within category one, who I say are my cash cows. They're there to pay me a reliable and consistent dividend. So moving on to category two then, and these are my dividend growth stocks. So I'd like to think that would need much explanation, but these are my rising stars, if you will. So companies in this category, I have selected and identified that they are the most likely to have a significant dividend increase now that is the key word that it needs to be significant so companies in this category include the likes of burberry airtel africa halion and i've also got games workshop here at the moment i'll come on to that one a little bit but these are companies that are paying relatively low dividend deals but have the potential to not only Grow in their share price but also to grow their dividend which is why they're there. Now Games Workshop is a little bit of an anomaly with this one because their share price is rather significant it's around about £116 at the moment but for that share price their dividend yield is actually quite low but their strategy is quite clear is that they are looking to reward shareholders through dividends so I'm guessing we're going to see a dividend increase over time as well as the inclusion of special dividends which will increase that dividend yield. That isn't to say that companies in category one aren't going to be increasing their dividends because certainly over the earnings reports we've had recently that certainly has been the case but these companies in category two the dividend growth is going to be significant and that's the key part. And so we come on to category three. These are my risk and growth stocks. So within this category at the moment we have Rio Tinto, Rolls-Royce, and Mattel. Rio Tinto is a risk stock for me at the moment. They've had a rather volatile year. There has been a dividend cut and unless I'm mistaken, which is quite possible because it's currently 23 minutes past 1 in the morning and I've just finished a late shift, um, I believe there is a possibility of another dividend cut being on the cards for Rio Tinto. So there's the risk for me. Um, category 3 as a whole holds around 10% um, because if I do have to make a cut there, I don't want it to have much of an impact on the portfolio as a whole. Uh, Looking at the other companies, Rolls Royce, they've had a very good past few months. There's been quite a good bit of growth there, and I'm very pleased. And then finally, we have Mattel, which is only four shares. And this is very much a short-term holding for me, because I'm trying to capitalise on the recent um, buzz and high-profile Barbie movie. Eventually, I'll be looking to sell my Mattel stocks, I'm looking to try and sell them for a dollar more than I bought them for but eventually they will be sold off and then they will then that money will then be reinvested into an ETF and that moves me quite nicely onto my ETF section of this episode. So ETFs at the moment will hold about 10% of my portfolio and that is where it's going to stay for the time being. So I hold the um, IUKD which is the v- FTSE 100 tracker um, with the high, higher dividend yield, and I have iUSA, which is the S&P 500 tracker. Um, they say they're just there, they do their thing, and they hold about 10%. I do wish to let you know at the moment that my stock allocation strategy is based at this moment in time to be quite straightforward and simple and that is purely because i have a small amount invested and a small amount of companies relatively speaking in time as i invest significantly more and i reckon this will be around about the ten pound mark i will then look to change my allocation strategy and there will likely be more categories tiers however you like to phrase it um, to tailor towards having more companies At the moment, this is very much based on having my smaller portfolio and just trying to keep things nice and simple for the time being. So as things progress, wait and see for the changes there. That about wraps it up for the episode this week. This is going to be the final episode for a little while now and that is purely because I am going on to leave as of this weekend. So the episode goes out this Friday or today rather for you um, and that is going to be my final night shift before I go on leave and I'll then be on leave as of the Saturday. I then don't um, go back to work until the 4th now I'm away for a very very large portion of that um, I'll be in Kent I'll be in Somerset I'll be in Sussex so I just won't have the time to do episodes however what I will be working towards and doing the research for is the next series of five stocks and five shows episodes which will be airing on the 11th to the 15th of September I will be putting out a tweet likely sometime next week asking for any suggestions of companies you would like me to cover um, I did this for the last series and a suggestion was Vodafone by my dividend journey and that was covered within the series so if there is a company you would particularly like me to go through please let me know on there alternatively if you are using Spotify you can use the Q&A section to leave a message if you're using another platform if there is a ways and means for you to leave a comment there by all means do so the last series of five stocks and five shows was very enjoyable for me to do and i hope it was also very useful for those of you who listen to it so i'm hoping that it will be exactly the same this time round anyway enjoy the rest of your summer I hope you have a pleasant time and I will see you all in September. So until then, stay safe and take
0: care. And that concludes another episode of the UK Dividend Investor Podcast. Remember, we're here to inform and entertain, not offer financial advice. Before making any investment decisions, please consult with a qualified professional and conduct your own research as to the risk involved. Stay consistent stay resilient and always do your due diligence. Thanks again for joining us on your Dividend Investor journey. Until next time, keep building your wealth with the UK Dividend Investor.